And then it's just not about water right. anymore. It's about using the water to grow a second skin, which is a green second skin. It's vines and trees to shade the south side mm. and the west side of the building. So you cut your energy consumption. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black in FM Evolution, and welcome to episode 33. We're in the NorCal Facilities Expo, and we sat down today and we talked to Joseph from Gray for Green. Now, first thing I met Joseph is like, man, I'm an extremist. I'm an extremist when it comes to the environment, and I'm passionate about for what I do. And it was so contagious, I had to keep talking to him. But in the end, man, they have a great concept. Now, Gray really is the new grain. And what these guys do was amazing. Gray water is more than just about water conservation. You know, to them, it's a it's a path to carbon drawdown, heat island mitigation, and healthier environments for the cities that these guys perform in. Now, I was really impressed, and I really wanted to learn more about how this affects facility managers and if they really can use it to not only save water and save money, but also you know, help the planet at the same time because it's a win-win-win. We love that. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. But before that, here's our word from our sponsors. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease strap repairs to full repipes and dig ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on site 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready, and because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or on the web at cgpconstruction.com. Check them out today. What's up, guys? Sean Black with FM Evolution. Welcome to the show. We're still here in NorCal Facilities Expo in Santa Clara and I'm excited today because we have a really cool vendor on from the show. Uh, I have Joseph Gallegos from Gray for Green. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's been a great show so far. It has been a lot of fun. I haven't done this show before, but we had a, a really good crowd yesterday, and I'm lucky today to have you here because uh, right before the show opens, so we have a little bit time to ourselves so we can talk. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it got crazy right. yesterday. So for those who don't know uh, your company, can you tell us a little bit about you personally, and then we'll talk about some more about the company as well. Yeah. So... Um, me as a person, just environmentalist, I, I, you know, I'm starting to get more and more extreme, I think. Oh, okay. Because, All right. You know, once you get into it, you start to <laughs> do the extreme. Little, yeah, yeah. You start to see other little issues. And so... Even at the hotel today, I was thinking, okay, I don't need to use all these little shampoo containers. Nice. I'm just going to use the same ones I had from the last hotel. They're out and, long, and, those, man. Oh, huh? The little bottles? Yeah, those little bottles they're, because you can't recycle. They're going to ban them, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're banning them, yeah. I think it's a great idea. I, to, to hey, ban. I bring my own anyway, so. Every little plastic I open up nowadays, I really consider, well, where's this going to go? So, so, kind of a sidebar, you know, talking about extreme. 
I was reading uh, a couple days ago that they're talking about by the year 2030, I think I got this right, there will be more plastic in the ocean than fish. Yes. And that blew my mind. Not only that, but that little plastic. Remember when we used to the have those Hot Wheels and we used to yeah, do yeah, yeah. All that little plastic particles gets washed down I know. into the all ocean. All the microplastics. And then we start to eat it now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I, you know, I watched, we're talking about water today, right? Yeah. So I watched a, a study um, and they were talking about bottled water. Yes. And there's actually microplastics in our water. So wow. we're, I know. So in the bottle filtered water that we think is so great. And I have a water that I think it's going to make me smarter right here. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it's interesting because you're drinking microplastics and it's, it's in everything now. So we got to do something. So I love extreme. You know, at this yes. point, we kind of need extreme. Yes, yes, we do. So that's we good. Do. We need, we need, you know, some people say the climate crisis. I, I, I adhere to that. So just, yeah. my company adheres to that because that's what we do. We deal with water. Like yeah. So tell so. us more about it. So, so gray for green. Gray for Green. Gray for Green is a company focusing on gray water. Gray water is the reuse of your laundry water, your shower water for your landscape. You know, at least that's stage one, using it for landscape. Our second stage, which we plan on launching next year, is gray water for toilet flushing. So you take that same shower water, that laundry water, and you process it so that it comes out looking crystal clear. Yeah. But you use it for toilet flushing. For commercial buildings, we actually utilize condensation oh interesting so we take the condensation from the big air handling units or even at your house you see that air conditioning unit is just dripping that water yeah that's that's really distilled it's just water going to waste man it's going to waste it's going to waste but it's distilled water it's water from the atmosphere that has just condensated on your air conditioning it's crazy because people they see the little drip 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 and they're like eh it's not much water it adds up it adds you up. know they they're worried about their the efficiency of their the, all their faucets and all that you know they have a drippy faucet in the house they're freak out but yeah. they don't worry about the condensation coming off the AC no they it's, don't it's kind of funny we have a building in Santa Monica we're based out of Southern California it generates anywhere from 3000 to 11000 gallons a day Holy off of the condensation alone that's crazy that is amazing amount i had of no water. idea see i didn't even know <laughs> that's only a five story building that's insane five story building so. imagine huge huge facilities you know oh yeah yeah so that's our, incredible. our target is really going after we've done pretty well with the residential we have a DIY kit that you'll be able to buy on Lowe's.com. Oh, interesting. Next month. Oh, that's cool. And so you can. Congratulations. Say, that's a big deal. Yeah, I think it, it was a big deal. It is we, a big um, deal. It took us a, about a year's time to really get it in place and, you know, show the proof of concept that you can actually, how you collect it, how you do it. In our videos, you go to our website, you'll see videos galore that we show people nice. how to do it. Because as a company, we want other individuals to spread the word and do it themselves and, you know, get the extreme. Water <laughs> conservation <laughs> people out there. To the extreme. <laughs> I love that, man. A lot of times the people that we run into, they say, oh, yeah, I, I use a bucket. I use a bucket in the, sure. In the genre. Sure. But, you know, they start to get to a certain age where they get tired of using the bucket. Yeah. So we, we, we show them how to do the plumbing for the videos nice. underneath the house and take it out and irrigate a full lawn. So yeah. you can have that nice green lawn without feeling guilty about See, putting my, so much water on it. My mother-in-law has the green thumb and she lives with us and she's doing the bucket. Right, she's always saving the water. I'm just like, oh, I see her lugging it around. So I'm like, I don't know, man. I I don't know what to do with her, but she got she got to do what she got to do, you know. So you can get her one of these systems. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get her the system. 
So I love to kind of know what people are into. And one of the things I feel like we can connect on is, you know, uh, is what you're reading. I love to kind of figure that out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So right now I'm reading um, Conscious Capitalism. Nice. From John Mackey. John Mackey. It's a really good book. It, it, It talks about Whole Foods. John Mackey is the founder of Whole Foods. And it talks about how he became aware of just the environmental issues that uh, a big company like his can can affect. Yeah. And so, you know, and how either from growing animals to vegetarian and what we need to really think that how the whole holistic environment wraps around. That's cool, man. Yeah. And what's really interesting is that he emphasizes that capitalism is good. And I agree with that. I agree too. I agree. It's it's as business owners, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. But but it's the conscious capitalism which he brings to the light to is that hey, we can do good for the community and the environment, and still make a profit. I think that you know, for us, um, we love giving back to the community in general, and I think we as companies have outreach programs for whatever charity they're involved with. They need to think about also initiatives like what you're dealing with you know because it's not just helping people it's let's helping help the earth you know that what we're living on and then we have to worry about the people a little bit less <laughs> later down oh, the road yeah but but i think that's that's awesome and i love that good concept point right there yeah we, we 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 discovered something really interesting doing an outreach program for um it's for the city of los angeles and they wanted us to shade houses in a modernized yeah, neighborhood exactly. in a poor, poor neighborhood and to, to cut down the energy consumption yep and but they had a problem of them always watering it so I go well we'll replumb all the watering so that every time they take a shower I mean do laundry it'll water the trees exactly what was cool about it it was so successful the community embraced it so much that the, the energy savings the projected energy savings is going to be so great now the, the energy department of DWP is right. wants to push it even further. See, as compared to the water conservation, so it just shows that you know you can serve water. You can do both, serve, and you can actually yeah save yeah. energy and just overall benefit for everybody. That's really smart. See, I love that. Yeah. That's a really cool concept. I'm glad you brought that up. I think I think more people should really kind of think about that. And but you know also like we we're talking about earlier is it's an education process right yeah, now. It's an you know, education process. It's still a lot of early adopting going on and. And I, you know, I know you've got uh, a big job to do because there's a lot of people who don't even understand how this concept works. Yes. Yes. One of the things that we're working on right now is working with corporations to, um, to educate them about the condensation coming off. And then it's just not about water right. anymore. It's about using the water to grow a second skin, which is a green second skin. It's vines and trees to shade the south side mm. and the west side of the building. So you cut your energy consumption. But you're doing it in a in a in an environmentally yeah that's way cool. by taking the well, gray water, reusing it, and growing this green wall. The rainforest is on fire, man. We need as much vegetation <laughs> as we can get right now. Oh yeah, it's no joke. I mean, it's it's crazy to think that that's happening, but I think that's a great concept. How in the world did you get started in this, man? It's not like I don't, how do you get into that? Oh, so that so from California, right? Southern California. Yep, California. Came out of a drought. You know, we were in this long drought for, we kept on going on. Seemed like on. forever. And I had this nice yard. And I, and being an environmentalist, I turned off the water. It was turning brown. So here I am in Southern California, nice house, 
but ugly yard. <laughs> yeah. Driving home every day from yeah, it. Yeah, trust me, I know. <laughs> and, and, so, <laughs> and so I'm here, I'm washing clothes one day, and I'm thinking, how do I get this water out there to irrigate it? And I thought, well, I'll just run a hose. And I think, well, so the law says you can't just run a hose. Right, because you got soap, you know, yeah. yeah, so I, I, I came out, well, subsurface. So I started looking at the internet for something, and there was nothing. So I said, well, I could figure this out. Because long ago, I, I used to do farming, believe it or not. You know, yeah. So I had, had this gentleman's farm. and Anyway, so I understand the way that hydrology moved in the soil a bit. So I came up with a concept, and I beta tested it. Neighbors thought it was, well, I was crazy digging these trenches in my yard. <laughs> I can imagine seeing you out there. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Just getting some water going here. Yeah, it's going to push my, my laundry water, water out here. They're like, that guy's insane. What was cool is that they kept they kept abreast of it, and they saw that it worked. Yeah. And before I knew it, my, my neighbors were asking me, hey, can you do the same thing in my yard? My You're yard. Like, sure. And I go, yeah, I could do that, because I, you know, I want to tweak it here, I want right. to tweak it there. We're still in the beta. But the, the damn things kept on working, and I thought, okay, I'll extrude this special pipe. And so I, I came up with the design of a pipe to make it easier and we call it the aquifer pipe. And that's the product that you get by at Lowe's. Oh, cool. So it's a subsurface pipe that looks like a French drain, but upside down and has a valley. But the cool item is it creates this virtual water table a foot underneath the ground cool. and holds the water at that level so that the roots can get to the moisture plume that's created from it. Necessity is the mother of all inventions. And I tell yeah, you what, that's that's what when you need something. <laughs> and and uh, I love that because uh, you just... Some people, they have an idea, and they're like, yeah, that's good. And they don't do nothing about it. You know, if more people hopped onto that, we'd have so many cool things, uh, myself included. So. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that pitch all the time. I go, yeah. I thought of that. I go, uh, man, I wish you would have produced it because I would have saved me the time. You would have saved me the time. Would, yeah, exactly, man. Well, that was an awesome story. I, I love that. Um, and obviously... We were talking about uh, conservation. I love the story of how you got started and, 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 you know, kind of filling the need. But, like, why, overall, why do you think gray water is so important compared to other conservation methods? Gray water, it's, it's just so logical. Think about it. You bought the water, or in most cases, it transports them from someplace else. When yeah. In urban cities, they're, like 68% of they're all in, population man. is going to be within urban areas mm-hmm. of 9 billion people by 2050. That's, that's a insane, lot of people. Right now, it's already 55%. But it's that's like, like a lot. Of, so we have to import water in through aqueducts, through serpent piping. And, and to use it only one time and then send it to a sewage treatment to clean it and then throw it back in the river or the ocean or something. This doesn't make logical sense. Yeah. So we have to think about how we can use utilize that water twice. And in so my shorten case, that chain. Yeah, shorten that chain. Yeah. So, so you, you bring it in, you use it the one time for, you know, washing something, but then you use it for the landscape. And then after you get the landscape going, um, then you could... The idea is that you I'm creating... I'm trying to get to a, a really higher level after that. After you do the landscape, the landscape's cleaning all that gray water for free. It's yeah, na- na- right? nature. It's throwing all that transpiration in the air again, so it's creating more vapor in the air, so it's cooling down the environment, keeping the heat idling down. But that vapor is collected again from the condensation. That's right. And so we create this... The circular. Search, yeah, we create this water cycle, this short-circuit water cycle within the urban environments. Nice. Which is, I think is really cool. No, I think that's, uh, I think that's really smart. I mean, anytime you can shorten that chain down, yeah. that's going to save money. 
it's going to save money. It's going to save them. Save the environment because every every time you add to that chain, there's energy that's pro, that's produced to clean it, to process it, to, and so when you get rid of that that long end, yeah, you start to save all that carbon that would have went out in the air. I think I think uh, most people love the whole idea of, of going green, and but I know that most people love saving green. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of a if there's some way to kind of link those in, people are like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I want to do that. What do you think is um, when you're doing this, when you're going through this whole um, concept of creating this, what was the hardest thing for you along the way? What's the biggest challenge with it? Oh, the biggest challenges? Because um, I know in California there is a, there's a lot of rules. Yeah. A lot you of know, regulations. The rules and regulations were, were a little tough because yeah. in California we have rules for used great water since 1999. Right. Oh, okay. But um, they've given it to the, the health departments to manage it. So every county, so now there's, I forget how many counties there are in California, but there's a lot. So each county has there's a bunch. So, so all of a sudden it goes from this simple plumbing code to this, okay, what does Massive. this county want? Yeah. And then the permits. And, and what I don't understand like, is that sometimes the permit prices are so high yeah. that it, it, makes just, it, hard. it makes it hard for somebody to be conserve the water. And it's just like... No, this is just logical plumbing. This is simple. Like our system is a gravity flow system. It's called a simple great water system. So on the on the plumbing code, it it's a it has a less permit fee. Yeah. But the complex ones that are pressurized, I mean, they will want two thousand dollars in Southern California for a permit, yeah, as insane. compared to our product, which is like two hundred fifty dollars. Joseph, you got to take that extreme to Sacramento, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to fix that. Someone's got to do trust it. Me, I'm knocking on, the, I'm on those doors. Well, so you need support. You know, we got. I think that's the the thing we need to figure out how to get the the state and the counties on board to reduce those costs so that we can actually do more in this type of thing. To empower the individuals, right? Exactly. Each individual adding up to millions of individuals it's is going to save. Deal. You know, yeah. millions and gallons of water on yeah. an annual Huge basis. Momentum. So it makes it much more sustainable than, than going out and trying to build some desalization plant. You know, so which is crazy expensive. Oh yeah, crazy expensive. Crazy expensive. Well, that's really interesting. What do you think? Um, I know. So we've talked on this show multiple different um, times about water conservation. What do you see as like the future for conservation, not just in California, but for the rest of the country here? Oh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I gave a, a talk yesterday okay. about it. And um, it, net zero water buildings, our net positive water buildings. These are buildings that actually produce more water than they, than use? they use. And okay, so they become, what? <laughs> and they become separate islands. So that if wow, there's ever really a disaster or some process issue, you could, you could go to that, that building. And the idea would be like a chain, like, right. a, like a Target or a Costco that... That embraces decides it. to do this, yeah. Embrace, yeah, embraces it and says, hey, so whenever there's a disaster, we'll always be generating water. And and those air conditioning units on the roof, they generate more water than that that, that type of application uses. Wow. And commercial buildings, the ones, the, the challenges are going to be more the apartment complexes and stuff like that. Yeah. But I foresee... Large facilities, that, though. Yeah, I foresee that net positive water building yeah. being in existence within the next five to ten years. You hear that, Amazon? <laughs> we know you have some large buildings. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
You're at this show. You better stop by. We got some things to talk about. Yeah, yeah. We, we could talk about. We could set out a whole plan. That's awesome, man. Net positive zero <laughs> water building. So I'm going to wrap up here in a little bit, but uh, I I want to, what's the best way for people to to find you guys? How they connect with you? The best way is to go to our website. Okay. Now, which is gray, G-R-E-Y. Okay. The number four and green, G-R-E-E-N. You got to so, get that number four com. in there. Yeah, just put that number four in there. But it said we use we spell gray, you know, with the e. Yeah. So, so and then what? Go to Lowe's, right? Uh, and on Lowe's, the consumer yeah. side. So, so on the consumer side, next month, which would be November 2019, you should be able to type in Lowe's Gray Water, and then we should be able to pop up. I mean, we're going to be the only guys out there on the. To me, that is that's exciting. Yeah. Because I mean, yes, on a large scale for these big, you know, facilities. That's awesome. And it makes financial sense for them, obviously. Mm-hmm. And politically and from an environmentally you know, standpoint, it makes sense too. But on the consumer side, if you can really engage that and get people to do that on their own, it's going to make a huge difference. That, that, yeah. The individual would be perfect. What I, but I wanted to make sure it's open up there that... It's a we manufacture equipment. So yeah. if it's a, if it's a construction company like yourself yeah, or anybody absolutely. else, you know, just bring it to the attention of the clients. Just say, hey, would you be interested in us building so it's gray water ready? Yeah, that's the first step. Making so sure that's it's gray a, water that's ready. That's important. And then I'm assuming getting into the the planning process too. Yes, the planning process. The Gotta get spec'd out, man. Yes. <laughs> Next step. What's cool is Los Angeles now requires all new buildings to be gray water ready. Oh, I didn't know that. So they're pretty forward thinking. I mean, they they want to become self sufficient in water by a certain year. And California, man, I tell you, yeah. we do lead the nation on this stuff. As as difficult as it can be, yeah. <laughs> as painful uh, as painful as it is, it is still really, really important. So, uh, what is next for you? Just kind of wrap up. What's next for you? I mean, obviously, your guys are going into Lowe's. What do you, what yeah, do you we're see going in the future Lowe's. for you? Um, so our pipe design. Is, is designed to eliminate evaporation because oh. it sits a foot underneath the ground. Yeah, yeah. But we have a, a larger diameter, six inch diameter, that is designed for agriculture, orchards. Oh, okay. And again, California. The, yeah, the scientists yeah. That, that we will deal with, we have a whole collaboration team. Um, we feel that we're going to save about 65% of the water consumption on orchards. I like tell you, the almonds, I the tell pistachios. you what, man, farmers need a break right now. Oh, yeah, they do. Especially Might be this a, area. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, that's amazing, man. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for being on the show. It's a great story. Uh, a really uh, great concept. Grayforgreen.com. You guys go check it out. Get that uh, get that gray water from Lowe's. Get that thing installed. I mean, I know I'm going to have to. So. <laughs> Sounds good, Sean. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for reminding Joseph. me, man. Thanks for reminding me. No, no, I will. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show. Got it. All right.